Hey everyone, this is Michael, and welcome back to another episode of Elevate Retake. I'm so glad that you're listening. You could have picked any podcast and you picked Elevate Retake. Today we've got an awesome episode for you. We're talking about the message, I Surrender, that was brought to us by Pastor Jonathan Aguinaga, who's one of our pastoral interns right here at Elevate. Here's a little bit more about Jonathan. Hi, well, yes, my name is Jonathan Aguinaga. This is my second time on this podcast. I'm a student pastor. Thank you. Happy to be here. Student pastor here at the Keene Church. Help a lot with Elevate, and then you'll see me around doing other stuff. So just say hi if you see me. So without further ado, let's dive in to this topic. So you talked this past Sabbath about your topic was I Surrender. And as soon as I heard that, I was really excited to listen because surrendering is something that is oh so hard, but also, sorry, it needs to be done on a daily basis. And I like how you started out with, we started in Galatians. So the idea behind that is almost scary because the end of, we start in Galatians 5, verse 19 through 21, and kind of towards the end of 21, it's actually a little bit scary. Like, if you are this sinful and you don't turn from your ways, you won't inherit the kingdom. And it's like, whoa, oh, like, it, it makes you it makes you feel like I need to correct myself now. But what I loved so much that you really poured into your sermon was it is not a quick fix. The Holy Spirit is not a quick fix. It is a surrender daily. Mm. And that's so powerful. How did you feel like speaking about that? You know, for, for me in the, in the preparation process, it was all about presenting the idea of sin and getting people to the point where they have to go like, oh, you're right. I do need, mm-hmm. I do need something more because we do. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's hard to come to that realization. And even after we've come to that realization, sometimes it just gets so overbearing. Like, yes. oh man, I, I'll never get better. But the Bible doesn't want you to just get better. What no. it wants you to do is like recognize that I have a problem. If mm-hmm. without recognizing that you have a problem, there's there's nothing. You can, there's nothing that can be done yeah. until you recognize I'm in need of a savior. I'm in need of what he can bring me. And after that, then it's oh, wow, it's not a one-time thing because I keep on making these mistakes. How can I put myself in the mindset of saying the Lord needs my heart every day? How can I do what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 31, where he says, I die daily? How mm-hmm. do we get to that point in our spiritual walk where we can be like like Paul and say, I've given myself to the Lord daily because I realize every morning that I wake up, there's something in my head that probably shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. There's, there's something that I might do today that I won't want to do. How can I put myself in a position to where the Lord can use me in every situation. So that's kind of where I wanted to approach it from. And maybe I didn't answer every question, but I wanted to get the ball rolling on the, that idea of having to give it up every day. So, I love that because that's it's really important. And I feel like we've talked about it maybe in a couple of the past podcasts recently, but it's so important to remember because it's easy to feel as though it's a one and done thing. And if you if you mess up once, it's hard to go back. And I mean, that is true. Like even even in like a daily walk, like you mess up and you're like, oh man, this day is just gonna be bad from here. But that's not true. And I loved how you really drilled into that. Yeah, I it, I think it's interesting in the, the, the passage from Galatians chapter five, um, just a little bit before the 
uh, the, the verse that you specifically opened with, verse 16, Galatians 5, 16, um, it says, oh yeah, you mentioned it uh, later on in the message. Mm-hmm. It says, I say, walk by the spirit and you'll not carry out the desire of the flesh. Uh, and I think that's very important that it's not a, it's not so much a everything that we can't do, but it's a, of what we can do because we are now governed by the spirit. And so it's not so much of like, oh, I've got to run around worrying that I'm, I'm, I'm going to sin or I'm going to do this. It's mm-hmm. like, that's an old way. Now it's okay. Carrying out the desires of the spirit. How am I walking in the spirit daily that reflects the character of Jesus to those around me and enables me to then carry his witness uh, in, in my everyday life? And I think that that's, that's a powerful kind of, kind of switch that mm-hmm. it's not about, it's not about me. It's, a, it's a surrender of myself to the will of God. And I walk from that with strength. Yeah. And I really liked how you brought about the fruits of the spirit. I don't know why, like I hadn't even thought about bringing that in. And then you brought in all of those special points of here are ways that you can follow the spirit. And it is so attainable and simple. And it's right here in the Bible, but it's so often forgotten. It's something like the fruits of the spirit, the song we grew up singing. But like I completely forgot. So whenever you brought it out on Sabbath, I was like, Whoa. And that that's the thing about Strong. those fruits of the spirit is mm-hmm. like they don't fit under one category. Like no. you hear love and like what is love? Like that brings up the whole question of like what is love? And love is whatever you bring to the table in the Lord's name because mm-hmm. God is love. And if you're doing something in God's name, then you should be at least in theory doing it with love. Yes. And so we jump into all these different points. And the Bible even mentions like each person has their own calling to ministry. Each person is unique in what they bring to the table. So don't think you have to do things a certain way to further the gospel according to what other people tell you. That's what the Lord's impressing you to do. If the Lord's impressing you to do it this way, then do it this way. Or if it's another way, then do it the other way. But it's all according to his plan. Have you ever wondered how to know that the Holy Spirit is calling you in God's path? Right? Like, where do we get direction? How do we know that we're walking in a way that's pleasing to God? How do we know that the Spirit is guiding us? I kind of asked myself this question in the end was I loved how, like Pastor Michael brought up in verse 16 of Galatians 5, So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. Mm. So I personally struggle with that because it is a daily struggle and it's something to give up. And I know you talked about we search for the peace, but it's we can't. It's like the peace of the tsunami. We can't like as soon as we get it, like, okay, cool. Kind of give up and move on until we need that peace again. So how is it? If we're praying, like I can, I can pray. If I'm really struggling with something on my heart, I just pray that God would take it from me. But sometimes it's not, it, it doesn't happen that day or maybe even that week. And it can get really frustrating. Mm-hmm. So how do we learn to hang in there mm-hmm. whenever that peace is not coming? Or at least it doesn't feel like it. Sure. I, I mean, there's kind of a, a two-parter answer here. And the first kind of part of the answer is found in the verse directly follows 16, where it says, like, the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh, mm-hmm. and these are contrary to one another. So you have to understand that this this will never go away. Yes. Like, even after you get help over this one thing, there will be mm-hmm. something else that comes up later. 
but it's all about like trust. The, the number one thing after you've already de dedicated yourself to him is having trust because he tells us time and time again, I love you no matter what. Mm -hmm. I'm here for you no matter what, and I'm never letting you go. We have to trust that when we're going through these things and even when we're struggling, he's not going to pull away from us. Yeah. He's still alongside of us fighting for us. And sometimes we don't win every battle. Yeah, that's And true. That's, that's one thing to realize is that sometimes we fall and the Lord lets us fall to teach us something. And that's, mm -hmm. that's a harder lesson that we can get into maybe in a different sermon. But that yeah. idea of like, when I pray, I get my answer right away. That's that's not true, mm -hmm. and we can't live like that because mm -hmm. that's that's not how that's not how the spirit works. It's not how prayer works, even because mm -hmm. sometimes the answer is maybe, and maybe the and maybe yes will come later. And even if the answer is maybe, then the no will come later. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's that's what we have to keep in mind. But yeah. that idea that if we are walking in the spirit, that nothing can like tear us down. Yes. Like we fall. And that's that's what happens in life. Mm -hmm. It's like we we fall on our face, but we don't stay down because of Jesus. Because and of the that's spirit. the number one thing. Recognizing there's a war inside of ourselves mm -hmm. and that even when sometimes we feel like I've lost this battle, mm -hmm. know that the war is already won. Mm -hmm. We're still here, we're still fighting. But at mm -hmm. the end of the day, you have to realize like, I'm not fighting for a war that I'm gonna lose. Yeah. I'm fighting in a, this battle for the war that I know is gonna be on Jesus's side. Mm -hmm. That when all of this is over, I know who comes on top. And yes. I'm fighting on that, I'm fighting on the Lord's side. Yeah, I think another answer that comes to that question, Taylor, mm -hmm. you're talking about how do we, how do we deal with all of that? Um, chapter six, um, verse two of Galatians says, bear one another's burdens and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. Mm. And that comes within the context of, um, I, Paul straight up says, he says, if anyone is caught in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, each one looking to yourself so that you will not be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But each one must examine his own work and then he will have, uh, he then he will have reason for boasting in regard to himself alone and not in regard to another for each one will bear his own load. Uh, and there's kind of this back and forth of like bear each other's burdens, but then yes. be introspective for yourself. So I think in the, in the same way that we hold ourselves accountable, that we walk alongside each other mm -hmm. and we share each other's burdens and help to lighten the load and to realize that we're all in this together. Yes. We're all sinful. We all struggle with mm -hmm. things. Um, if we were just a little bit more honest with each other and and gracious, I think that would go a long ways to uh, lifting burdens and helping yes. people navigate mm -hmm. this life. Yeah, it's also continued in Second Corinthians four thirteen, where it says that since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believe and therefore I speak. We also believe and therefore speak, and so we all share in this. Just as Pastor mm -hmm. Michael said, we mm -hmm. all have the same spirit. We all have the same person beside of us, and so once we recognize that. We can go to our brothers and sisters and say, hey, I'm struggling. Can you pray for me? Can you have my back mm -hmm. when nobody else will? Yeah. That idea of um, brothership and sisterhood in, 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 the, in Christ. Yeah. I like that because to me, it, it almost comes down to not being selfish. Not being selfish about thinking everything's about you and being so caught up in your worries that you aren't willing to help others in their walk. And that comes with not being selfish with the spirit. I feel like. Even even though maybe I am not 100% connected to the spirit today, that doesn't mean I can't help somebody else be connected. Mm -hmm. And that's cool because 
I, I've been struggling with like, oh, woe is me. I'm going through such a hard time. But I, I don't take the time to think about what others might be going through. Or maybe maybe they're struggling even worse than I am. And it's hard to remember that sometimes. Yeah. I loved the verse that you talked about in, I think it was James. Yeah, James. And the... I think I was just sitting there listening and I immediately thought of how how I kind of view it. And whenever you were talking about um, seeing yourself in the mirror and then as soon as you turn away, like, oh, it's almost like you forgot it. Well, I kind of felt that way, especially whenever I was younger, whenever I would go to church, it was kind of like, oh, that's just what you do. I grew up in a good Christian home. We go to Sabbath school. We go to church. I loved it. It's, that's just part of what Sabbath feels like. But it becomes more of a routine that I go and I listen and I forget. As soon as I walk away from church, it's like, oh, that was so great. I need to implement that. Boom. Monday, Sunday, it's gone. And that really hit me because I was like, whoa, I feel like this is calling me out, not just for not just for like in the day to day, like forgetting to turn to God, but just Sabbath to Sabbath, forgetting during the week how we can implement what we've learned. And I thought that was really cool. You know, if you're connected with a faith community, a regular attender of a, of a church or part of a, a small group or a gathering, it can become easy to a certain extent to, to walk in the way of Jesus and to know that you're in God's path. How do you stay on that path with the Spirit, with God, even when you're away from your faith community? In my daily devotions, I find myself going to familiar verses because because I need them as a reminder and because they're easy and I remember where they're at, but sometimes I don't know where to go. I'm like, oh, I want to study something new, but it needs to be interesting enough or it needs to catch my attention <laughs> or what am I going to get from this? And I don't know, sometimes it's daunting. Yeah. The Bible is so big and so broad, but with so many different things to learn. Yeah. It's amazing how how much wisdom there is in this book and how it's written over so many thousands of years. And somehow it's all cohesive. Um, but I resonate with that, that mm -hmm. whole, like, what's the new thing in scripture? What do I look for? And, you know, there's, there's pages that, you know, are definitely underlined and re-underlined and, yes. and fingerprints and blah, blah, whatnot. Um, but I think that God, God has his way of, of showing us where to turn. Um, and he's gracious, right? You know, the Bible and the, the law of God acts as a mirror, but the mirror can't clean us up. Yeah. It's no. Jesus who does that. Mm -hmm. And so the mirror just points out like, hey, this isn't where you're, you know, uh, this, is, this is where you need to clean some things up. But I think the mirror also helps us see that Jesus is standing right beside us. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes, so true. sometimes it's hard to, to turn our head and even because we're so locked into the direction that we're going. But we look into that mirror. It's like, oh, Jesus is right beside me and he's holding um, a wet wipe or a, a, mm -hmm. a rag to kind of <laughs> kind of help begin that process of cleaning up. And I think that as we search the scriptures, and Jesus said it himself, as we search scripture, um, we can't, it, salvation is not found in, in these words. The only way salvation is found in these words is insofar as they speak about Jesus. And as we get a glimpse of who Jesus is from scripture, then we can know salvation. Mm -hmm. Something else that stood out to me and i think i think you it's it's something that is preached on a lot but it's one of those topics that 
like basically the whole sermon, like you hear it and you hear it and you hear it and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I know it's there. <laughs> and it's it's basically the idea of hearing and listening, but not acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's easy to take in the spiritual sense. It's easy to take just in the life sense, like whatever you're going through, like, oh, I know what I should do and I've listened to it, but I'm not going to act on it. And what what was your thought behind bringing that in? Because I really liked it, and I want to like expand on that a little bit. Sure, I that's something that I've always been passionate about mm-hmm. about um, about more than just hearing doing, because a lot of our a lot of that a lot of the problems that we face in our spiritual walk come from that idea as well. Yes, at least I've I found that to be true in my life. I think so. Where I fail to implement. And so mm-hmm. I wonder, like, why is this not going my way? And maybe it's because I'm not completely focused on what I should be focused on. Or maybe I decided to make the the blessings and the messages and all of this stuff my own. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I, I spoke this to, I, I remember I preached kind of this general idea to, uh, to CTA once. Oh. And I used uh, this idea um, or this illustration that Dr. Campbell shared with me. Mm-hmm. Um there was this there was this man who went to a church um and he he was very astute and he was very stout in the ellen white health message oh, he was yeah. he was a preacher like he was such a preacher he he mm-hmm. condemned other people for not doing certain things uh, a man went to his church with a with a with a, a casserole mm-hmm. cheese casserole like broccoli and cheese casserole and mm-hmm. he said get that out of here we don't eat cheese here <gasps> And so the he left, and that was a member that was lost yeah. because of that story. And so he was a hearer and a doer, but what was he doing? He wasn't doing what the Lord wanted no. him to do. And so you can be a hearer and a doer and still be, you can still In be the on wrong. the other side, yeah. and you can be a hearer and a doer and be on the Lord's side. It's mm-hmm. all according to what we hear. If we're hearing the wrong things and we decide to implement the wrong things, we're not going to get the results that Jesus promises us. If we're hearing the words of Jesus and we implement those and we do them and we stick with them even when it gets hard, then suddenly we see things start to change in my life. Like mm-hmm. I'm like I'm tired all the time, but now I'm waking up early with Jesus and I feel awake. Now I'm now I, I'm I'm you know, I'm down because of school and my grades are suffering, but the Lord has given me more time to study. Mm-hmm. And now my grades are getting better. And so if we implement the things that Jesus wants us to, like after praying and after seeking him and coming to that understanding between what he wants you to do and what you can do, because each person has limitations, but what the Lord impresses you to do, he knows that you can do. So there's that idea as well. I think there's a deeper nuance there too. And I think the differentiation should be made between who are we listening to? But then I think the, there's a difference between hearing and listening Mm. itself. You know, hearing implies that, okay, I caught the, I, I, I understood that there was a noise <laughs> that infiltrated my eardrums <laughs> and I recognized that noise. Mm-hmm. Um, but was I listening? And I think we mm-hmm. can hear the words of Jesus and misapply them. Mm-hmm. And so are we listening? Are we inviting the Holy Spirit into our, our personal time alone with God in order for the Holy Spirit to uh, elucidate our minds to give us a proper understanding of what scripture is. Mm-hmm. And so got to think about input. What are we listening to? And then are we just hearing it or are we actually listening? Yeah. I like that. One of the biggest questions I get all the time is how do I make time in my life 
for a personal relationship with God. We're busy people, whether it's work or school, and sometimes we wake up and it feels like we're just getting back to bed and putting our head back down on the pillow. How do we take that time, personal reflection, and to develop a personal relationship with God? I like how you pointed out for the new believers listening, maybe it can get overwhelming and to turn to maybe, whether it be someone you can trust or just somebody who you know, oh, I see them walking with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. I just, I mean, I just want to say that's what I feel like I'm doing here. Mm -hmm. I'm searching because Mm -hmm. I struggle because I have, you know, kind of like a childlike view of scripture still. And Mm -hmm. I'm trying to learn from those that I see that are walking in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. I mean, I think that you you answered the question pretty well. If I were to just add anything, trying to think here, um, <laughs> kind of piggybacking off of something that you spoke about, Romans 12, verse 4 says, For as we have many members in one body, all the mem- but all the members do not have the same function. Mm-hmm. So we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. And so just going along that idea that we each have like different things to do and we each have different gifts that we're given, but our spiritual walks look different. Yes. Our spiritual yeah. our spiritual gifts are different. Our spiritual walks are different. My devotional time is different. What I oh, study yeah. is different. And yeah. so while we get the same capital T truth, God yeah. is love, and all of these other really big truths, like our 28 fundamental beliefs are not mm-hmm. things that you can just choose. Like I, I'll accept one and not the other. Yeah. Those are mm-hmm. our big things. Anything under that, that's between you and God. Like yeah. your diet, that's between you and God. Mm-hmm. How much you exercise, that's between you and God. Yeah. When, how, you know, what time you do your devotions, how how many minutes a day you're praying, that's yeah. between you and God. <laughs> like if anybody steps in your life and says, oh, well, if you do these things, you can't be saved. We're suddenly falling into this idea of like, oh, you have to work to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this idea in James 1 has confused a lot of people because some people say, well, James, are you trying to tell me? That if I'm not working, that I'm not gaining my salvation. And James is like, hold on, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you can't claim to have salvation but not be living as a true Christian. If you're living as a true Christian, the works will come. And if they don't, that there's a little bit of a problem there. But if the works come and they're Holy Spirit discerned, and as you're looking at your brother in Christ and you say, wow, I can really see the Holy Spirit moving in him. Mm -hmm. He's not doing what I'm doing. But I know that mm. the Holy Spirit called him to do what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's where we get that from. Yeah. I like that. That takes yeah. a different that kind of took a different turn, um, just building on your I surrender. Mm. I really enjoy this conversation and I think it's really important to have this reminder of it's a daily thing. Mm. Yeah. And like you said, everybody's walk with God is going to be different. And that's okay because yeah. he's calling each of us differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it comes down to have you surrendered today. I so hope you've been enjoying this series of episodes from Elevate Retake. Hey, we'd love to hear from you. If you've got a question or a response to something that we've talked about, please click the link in the description to leave us a voice message. And if you've got a chance, go ahead and like us on Instagram at, at Elevate Retake and at This Is Elevate TX. Both of those will be in the description for you. And as we finish today, I just want to say thank you so much for your support and sharing this episode 
with someone you know. Until next time.